before we go. Okay, why? 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 Um, last week, Neil continued what Quint started. So Quint did, uh, why do we do impact? Um, before he became a father to someone outside the womb. And <laughs> well, when people say become a father, I'm like, well, he has been for like nine months, but whatever. Anyway, um, I am already distracted. That's a bad sign. You can pray for me while I'm doing this, that that won't continue. Um, and then Neil last week did, why do we worship? Um, so what we're doing, um, if you've forgotten or weren't listening when we've explained before, is that um, we want to think about all the things we do on a Friday night and, and ask why, because it's a great question. And we're taking up two hours of your time. Um, we might as well think about what, why we choose to do that and what we choose to do in that time, because we have actually, believe it or not, thought this stuff through. Um, <laughs> and it's good to do that together as well. Okay, so I'm continuing but why do we do impact? Why do we do worship? And today, I will continue. Hey, Ashley. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. I hear, Ashley, that in a couple of weeks' time, you're talking, you're speaking at youth about relationships and surrendering to Jesus. That's the word on the street. What street? The, this, this street, Amy Road Street, on the Amy Road Street. And um, have you really thought that through? That's my question. I mean, it's my Friday evening. I work hard during the week. Do you really think I want to come here and listen to you preach about that? Why would you do that? I mean, in fact, actually, relationship, it sounds, it sounds pretty personal, actually. It sounds pretty personal. I, do you really want to go there? And that, how dare you even want to talk about that? <laughs> Shouldn't have an answer. Luckily, I hopefully do tonight, because I'm talking about um, <laughs> why we do teaching, um, which you'll have noticed comes up quite a bit on what we do on a Friday night. Um, unless we have a social or do something different, we have worship and we have this time where I get up and talk and you don't. Um, <laughs> you're good at that. Um, so let's think about why we do have that. Um, so yeah, we're talking, when we mean teaching, I don't mean the thing we do at school. Um, I mean this, this time where I'm talking, you're listening. We have it on youth, we have it on a Sunday. If you ever come join us at King's Church or you go to another church, um, often you'll hear a sermon. That's the time of teaching. Um, if you were at New Day, um, You'll have noticed, you look down the schedule, a lot of that time is seminars and in the main meetings, there's that talk. It takes up a lot of our time. So we must think that it's pretty important to give that amount of time to it. Um, why? Why do we think that's important? Okay, first of all, before I get going, um, I need you to get into uh, like twos or threes and talk about this question. What is the best thing you've ever been taught or taught yourself? Okay? Two, threes, you've got 30 seconds. Go, 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 go. Um, been taught or taught yourself? 
Greek dance. Um, boys? Alex. Yeah, Alex. Yeah? Alec, you've been taught Alex. What? Alex had a cool one. Go. Alex, what's your cool one? That was his cool. What? BMX. BMX. So, oh, BMX. BMX. Oh, okay. I missed that crucial, crucial part, which is the actual answer. Um, <laughs> martial arts and calligraphy. At the same time? Apparently. Or you paint the punch bag while you're kicking it. That would be pretty hard. You guys? Front, front and centre? What, what are you um, best things? What? Do you want to say yours? No, I didn't really think of a serious one. Okay. <laughs> um, Toby, my serious man. Mine. To talk, yeah. Yeah. Other than maybe maths. Okay. Okay. Well, um, thank you. Um, for me, it's, um, it's been learning a, a second language. Um, though, actually, that kind of means also the first language. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, because it's allowed me to have experiences I wouldn't have otherwise had. Uh, Russian. Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Never done when it comes to language. Um, so we had loads of different answers. I would have been, you know, it would have been interesting if we had the same, but um, I absolutely expected everyone to have a different one because we're learning all the time, aren't we? Um, Baby Quince is learning right now how to um, be fed, how to sleep. How to scream, um, Reuben. Um, yeah, we've been learning how to talk, as Toby said, how to cross the road, um, how to not talk to creepy strangers. Um, it's a really, really important part of, of being human and something we all do. And something we, we all understand brings us good, doesn't it? All these things um, either bring us the simple act of being able to live, like eating, or being able to live life to the full. We enjoy life more because we can talk to people in Russian or um, kick them in the face. While calligraphing their gravestone. Um, learning, learning is good. I'm, I'm hopefully just going to leave it there and hope that you agree with that, that learning is good, okay? Um, maybe not in school, but that's, that's okay. Learning goes way beyond that. Um, and it's really important that we're taught things. Um, 
So, right, that's talking about things a lot more generally, but if you've been coming to you for some time, which quite a few of you have, you'll have realised that we don't really mean teaching generally, do we? Like, I never get up here and say, right, I'm going to teach you some basic Russian. Um, Charlie's not going to come as her first time teaching you and do some stained glass window making. That's her degree. She, she could do that. She did a Yes, she did. You can ask her about that later. <laughs> um, she's, <laughs> she's not going to do that because, because we only ever teach one thing from one perspective here at Impact, and that's from the Bible. Um, yeah, and actually that might seem pretty controversial. Like If you're telling um, your friends about youth, or maybe you feel this yourself, and you're saying, well, you should come, and you're like, well, we have a talk, and it's you know always about Bible or or Jesus, they were like, well, why not anything else? Are you, you know, other things are valid. Isn't that pretty closed-minded of you to only talk from that perspective? Um, and so to answer that, I want to pick up on that phrase I just used, which is um, thinking about life to the full. Um, can anyone tell me where we've heard that before? John 10.10. Yeah, John 10.10. Go on, Jada, read it for us. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they have may that may they may have life and have it to the full. Yeah. Awesome. Um and does anyone know Okay, so right. Who's the I in that sentence? Because we've always just learnt it just like that. So who's the I? J Dog. Jesus. J Dog. Um <laughs> Can anyone tell me um, the context that J-Dog says it's in? Sorry. <laughs> She's cringing. I realised I'm going to have to listen back to this later, so I will now say Jesus. Um, <laughs> can anyone tell me the context Jesus says it's in? What's happening? He's, uh, he's giving an illustration um, to, to a group of Pharisees. So let's start from the beginning of John 10. Um, Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, Anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him, because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognise a stranger's voice. Okay, so John 10.10 comes right after that. Um, and when we kind of connect the two, we can see what it's talking about here is that the sheep hear the, the voice of their, their owner, their shepherd, and they follow him. They hear his voice and they do an action. Okay, and it would be really easy for us to think about teaching in that really simple way, that we're here to tell you what to do, and you do it. Okay, but we know John 10.10, 10, which says that Jesus came to give life, and life to the full. This isn't just about us telling you things to do, and you doing them. This is because we believe that what we're teaching, why we teach in the Bible, because we believe in the Bible, is the way to life and life to the full. 
And we want that for you. Okay. So, yeah. I personally, your youth team, Ashley, Charlie, Neil, Naomi, Quince, King's Church Oxford, we are just absolutely convinced that Jesus is the way that they're talking about. Um, and that it's not just good, but essential to listen to his voice. And that's why we want to listen to his voice. And we create space to do that through, through teaching his word. Now, unfortunately, not everyone agrees with us, um, which is why, like I said, you might find people suggesting that's quite close-minded just to bring Jesus's teaching alone. Um, And so no doubt at all that what we teach here on a Friday will not be the only thing that you're taught. Um, In fact, we're just every day, every single one of us getting um, different views and ideas, um, and that, that's cool. That like I don't have a problem with that. Free speech is good, but um, but they're all telling you. Well, a lot of them are telling you how to live the best life possible. That this is the way to do it. And sometimes they make that really clear, and sometimes they actually don't. Um, and you won't really know that that's what they're trying to convince you of. Um, so not only did I just, you know, looked around and decided, yeah, that's what it looks like, but um, it also talks about it in the Bible. So we're going to skip forward. John is from the, um, the Gospels to Timothy. We're going to read now. That is a letter from Paul um, to, to Timothy, who he wants to, he's, Timothy's younger, and he wants Timothy to go out and teach people. Um, so it's kind of like if Dale, who runs King's Church Oxford, was writing to me. Imagine it a bit like that, maybe. That might be heretical. I'll be told later. Um, <laughs> uh, so Paul writes to Timothy, In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. So, like I was saying, from what we read in, in John, perhaps we, and, and actually what we are kind of told in some ways, you know, think of that, that Hollywood image of uh, a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other, that makes it seem like it's pretty simple um, to tell the, between like good, bad, right, wrong, you know, this, that. Um, actually, what I'm picking up from what Paul's warning Timothy about is it's, it's not that simple. Um, it says there'll be a, a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. I really like that, that term. It just, yeah, there's, it's not just that it'll be really obvious as bad 
you know, actually it might feel like it sounds, sounds pretty good. Sounds like I'd like that. Sounds like something that I'd like, the way I'd like to live my life. Sounds pretty good. Um, and our ears can just so easily tune into that instead because it, it just sounds good. Simple. Um, and with the amount of information and, and how easy accessible and just how many voices, it, it can get really, really confusing. It's not that simple as angel, devil. Um, so this is, this is a warning. Um, <laughs> Paul's telling him the way to, to stop this happening. And that's in 2 Timothy 4.2. Preach the word. By people hearing the word this way, this truth, it's going to cut through those other things. It's going to stand out from all the myths. And remember what we did read in, in John 10, that um, the sheep know the shepherd's voice. Like, don't freak out about it. If you follow Jesus, you are his sheep, you will know his voice. Okay? These voices, these other things, they can't overwhelm you. You are his sheep. But you do need to ask yourself, are you surrounding yourself with voices that they sound good, but are they just preaching the truth? It's a really serious question we've got to ask ourselves. Um, okay, I've got another question for you. Who is the best teacher you've ever had. Okay, back in your little groups. Chat about it. You've got a minute. Okay, let's hear it. Let's start this side. Lads, lads, lads. Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee, what does he teach you? He passed me English. Passed you English. Anyone else? Got one? Isaac? Who's your best teacher? My old geography teacher. Old geography teacher. Was he your past one or was he really old? Past. Past. <laughs> um, cool. Guys? Josie and Ashley. You actually, you actually completely ruined my point, but... Am I <laughs> Okay. Um, 
Mr. Bowling. Why was he good? is that none of you answered one of the youth team. We don't obey your rules. <laughs> <laughs> that was my assumption. And then I had this whole like sassy thing that I was going to do, but you ruined it. No, no, you do not get my sass now. Um, <laughs> okay. No sass. <laughs> this is real sass. <laughs> that was rehearsed sass. Um, when I asked my mum yesterday, um, she said herself. <laughs> um, well, if we teach ourselves things, then that could valid answer. Um, okay, so, right. The reason I assumed that it wasn't going to be one of us is because, honestly, we're not the most... Uh, technically gifted teachers that you'll ever find like you have professionals at school which many of you answered and you have people that practice it all the time like your parents um yeah so why do we get you to be quiet um, basically why should you let us do this because you're passionate uh. and you're adorable and you believe what you say okay i'm gonna okay <laughs> stop it you, we definitely don't get any money from it. That is the first thing. We do not get paid for this. Um, so what are the other differences between why we don't ask Toby to get up here and, um, and do it instead? Okay, okay. So things you could think it is. Great. Yeah, quickly. Um, things you could think it is. Uh, we're older than you. Maybe that's it. It's not because we're it's not because we're older than you because uh, you can read in your Bible um, Paul talking to this guy Timothy um, he tells him because um, Timothy is a young guy he says don't let people look down on you because you're young so it can't be that we're older than you maybe it's because we've finished school we have great degrees like. I can't actually make fun of it, she's not in the room. <laughs> like creative writing, what is that? No, we have, we actually have degrees and, um, and no, no more than you perhaps. Um, it's not actually that either. It's not that, I'm myth busting here guys, I'm myth busting. It's not that, um, because Jesus spends a lot of his time here on earth getting in arguments with the, the, the Pharisees and um, 
they are the respected leaders in the community because they've been studying the scriptures. Um, they've you know, just memorised a whole load of it. Um, and actually he spends a lot of his time fighting them saying, you don't actually know it. You might have all that head knowledge, but you do not know God. So it's not because we have more education. Um, it's actually because we're the ones that have put up our hands and said, we're signing up for this. We believe um, that God would have us come here on a Friday night and speak to you guys. Um, God has put this love in our hearts, quite honestly, for, for you guys um, to come and do this. And we honestly, honestly believe that God wants to speak to you and that we can kind of be that way of him doing that. I will never just get up here and speak to you off the top of my head, like just whatever I want to chat about. Um, we, all of us, prepare um, when we are looking for what to share with you about, we'll, we'll ask God what he wants to say to you. And uh, we'll read it in the Bible to make sure it is in there. Because <laughs> uh, we don't want to bring you anything that's not um, from the Bible. And the church have said, yeah, we, we believe they love Jesus and, and they're committed to, to following him and, and showing the youth that. Um, and we have the Holy Spirit to help us, although he helps you too, so, again, doesn't stop you. But, yeah, that's why it's us, because we put up our hands and said, Jesus said, yeah, I want you to do that. And we've gone, yeah, we'll do it. It's pretty simple, um, <laughs> really. Um, but just because this is a time, like, the teaching time is a time we ask you to be quiet and listen, uh, it doesn't mean that um, you don't have any part to play in it. It's not a place where we're just looking to, to brainwash you um, or convince you of our own ideas. Uh, you should take what we say and, and go and test it. Go and ask God about it. You should uh, when write, like, write down, put, put on your phone, maybe a better memory than me, um, the Bible verses we use, and go and read them for yourself. Like, you can do that. You don't have to just listen to us and full stop. Uh, if you have um, Christians at home, brothers, sisters, parents, friends that you can invite around and they'll, they'll be in your home, um, you can talk to them about it too. And if you're in years 10 to 13, you can come on a Sunday evening, this Sunday evening, 6 to late, and, and come to pod this Sunday. Um, yeah, because pod is a space of exactly that. We want to take the teaching that we do here or we you know, read in the Bible together and and dig deeper and discuss it um yeah you have a your own part to play in this teaching too right put game we're gonna see how this works i'm gonna play hangman and i'm gonna use i'm gonna use a pen on the screen <laughs> look at it work huh? one Oh, it's just pissed. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Sexy. 
Well, do I have a screen that I can draw on? What, are, what could I draw on? Where? Where is my large piece of paper? Shortboard, you will have to move. I know you don't want to move. I know you too well for that. Oh, I really thought this was going to work, you know? We can play. Oh, Although that's now work. You see, so. This is irritating. Okay. Off we go. Yeah, and uh, who was referred to a lot? Uh, yeah, that's a good Jesus. answer. Jesus. Uh, Jesus was referred to a lot by this title um, by his followers, and even those that, that didn't follow him um, were just in the community. Rabbi. Um, and who would put up your hand if you were at church on um, this last Sunday? Does anyone remember which um, chapter Dale talked to us from? Oh. Because you wrote it John, down and read it yourself. Oh, no, I was, I was in something. John? John, but it was John chapter 9, wasn't it? It was John chapter 9. <laughs> Excellent. John chapter 9. Um, and, yeah, so John chapter 9 actually is a great example of this because it starts off um, with the disciples calling him rabbi. They say, you can read this yourselves. Um, rabbi, and they ask him a question about this blind man that they see calling him teacher and uh, and then the story um which you will have heard in church was um jesus heals this blind man and then the pharisees are super angry and they're quizzing um this blind man about who is this guy um and the now not blind guy um <laughs> says like kind of provocatively like oh why are you asking so many questions? Do you want to become his follower too? Is he going to be your rabbi? Um, and they get really angry and kind of kick him out. And that's because they understand that Jesus isn't just any teacher. He's not 
the rabbis in that community would have been just really respected um, because they're teaching people God's way. And Jesus was doing something different um, to what they would expect a rabbi to be doing. And they have this conversation. We're going to finish really quickly. Um, So Jesus heard that they'd thrown this now not blind guy out. And when he found him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? Pause. Son of Man is Saviour, Messiah, God. So do you believe in this Messiah? Um, Who is he, sir? The now not blind man asked. Um, Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, you have seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Uh, Then the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Um, So here, Jesus is calling himself the Son of Man, the Messiah, God. Um, And that is just so important for us to finish on because we could so easily have a discussion about teaching and following Jesus and go away and say, oh, yeah, Jesus, he's, he's my teacher. I follow him. He's a really good teacher. He's like, who would I compare to? Like Gandhi, um, like uh, Buddha. Like he set out a way and I will follow it. Good moral teacher. And, and Jesus does not let you think that. In fact, C.S. Lewis says this way better. He's a guy that read Narnia, so I'll just go with him. I said, I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said that the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God, or else a madman or something worse. You can shut him up for a fool, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronising nonsense about him being a great human teacher. He's not left that option open to us. And we just read Jesus himself doing that. Um, He wouldn't let this guy just think that he's a teacher. He says, no, I am the son of God. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Um, You should follow him. (laughs) You should follow his teaching because it will bring you life and life to the full. But don't let him just be your teacher, just a way to make your life better. Please don't. He's, he's not that. He's the son of God. He is God. And he's your saviour. So follow him like that too.